Welcome back to Fandividuals. I'm Sam. I'm Steve. You will address me as such. And you've somehow stumbled back into this podcast and the situation that we're currently in. Upon the discovery of a third train wreck, they are in pursuit of us. We are currently hiding out, and we have about 40 minutes until they find us. So let's get um, right into it. The, uh, the discovery of a third train wreck? I, I don't know what you're the, talking about. This is our third episode. Did we wreck it before we'd even started? I don't know what you're talking about. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode, we're talking about video games in the broadest sense possible. Yeah, basically. We... I don't know how other podcasts do it. Maybe they plan out things. Oh, we'll bring up this point and this point and like, have a sort of script to go off of. We have like seven words on a whiteboard in front of us and we're hoping we just branch off enough to fill 40 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Well, <laughs> if you've found this podcast and you liked the first episode enough to keep listening, we're going to assume that you somehow know what a video game is. But if you don't, <laughs> what are you doing here? How did you avoid it this long? <laughs> What these veggie games they talking about? The veggie games? Veggie games? Is that like veggie tales? Oh no, are we gonna have to do an episode on the veggie tales? Ah, uh, maybe. I never watched it, so I guess I'll just binge watch it and watch my brain melt on my ear. <laughs> binge watch a veggie. Veggie? Veggie tales. Veggie tales. It's I, possible. I know it is. It just sounds like such a weird thing. Like, hey, you wanna hang out this Friday? Nah, I can't. I'm watching veggie tales. <laughs> what? what can I say? <laughs> I need my time with the load and the cucumber. <laughs> I gotta get my fix. <laughs> okay. So basically what we're gonna discuss is the kind of video games that we each respectively play. I like a lot of more online or open world games where you just put a bunch of hours into like stuff that doesn't really matter, but it matters to you in your heart. I'm kind of all over the place with video games. I've played a variety of different types. Like, I mainly play a lot of Nintendo stuff, but that's just because I'm a diehard Nintendo boy. But at the Nintendo same boy. Nintendo boy. But at the same time, like some of my favorite games are like PlayStation exclusive. I mean, yeah, PlayStation has gotten some really good exclusives, like Spider Man. Nice. I haven't played the new Spider-Man. I mean, you could play it right after this. I don't know. Because... We'll discuss later. <laughs> <laughs> that was ominous. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna like... <laughs> what do you mean, Spider-Man? <laughs> just plays the, the gif where the Spider-Man slaps the other one in the ass. I was thinking along the lines of podcast ends, turns out I'm Green Goblin. <laughs> Bye, Spider-Man. <laughs> no, you made me think of the Green Goblin's ass. <laughs> I just thought of, like, for this one episode, it was just the I'm somewhat of a scientist myself, but I'm somewhat of a fanboy myself. <laughs> okay, so... Where are we starting? Video games. <laughs> We've already been there. What kind of video games? Um, 
Oh, I feel like it'd be easier to talk of like. Actually, wait. Oh, how about we do this? Oh. First video game you remember playing that was on a console. The first one I remember playing. Yes. <sighs> Let me just dig deep within. It was definitely a PS2 game because, well, hmm, maybe it wasn't. I had a PlayStation 1 for a bit, but I can't remember any games that I really played on it. I just know we had it. <laughs> I mean, if you need some time to think, I remember the first one I played. Yeah, you get started and I'll be able to contribute something. It was at my dad's ex-wife's house in her <laughs> attic. They had an ex-wife house in the hills somewhere. <laughs> they had a Nintendo 64. And so, obviously... They wouldn't let me play GoldenEye, so I played <laughs> Mario Kart. And then Why? Nintendo 64. Because I was a child. So? I was in, like, third grade playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> I found out in the two-player mode you could kiss the uh, player one, so I immediately made myself a dude and was like, quick, let's make him gay. <laughs> My brother was like, Why? Oh. And then I spent the rest of the game playing as a hooker. Oh god, I remember the first time I f found out about the GTA 5 hooker system. It was on the living room TV. My friend was over and picked up a hooker, and then the car started bouncing while my parents were in the room, and I was like, no! <laughs> I put a lot of time into uh, San Andreas, but we never finished the story. Because we found out the fun thing called cheat codes. And I feel like if you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you don't use cheat codes, you're not really playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay, I got two things on that. One, I played San Andreas. I didn't get past one mission because there was a glitch that wouldn't allow the gate to open so you couldn't bomb the enemy compound. And I played it on the iPad. And two, <laughs> throwback to when we played GTA V with cheat codes... And we got copyright struck on YouTube for playing the Sonic X in the Sonic. You can't play Sonic. We had this we had the speed cheat and we were running around the map playing Sonic X right into the mic. Sonic. <laughs> no, we're getting a copyright struck again. Sonic does not hesitate. I won't hesitate, bitch. <laughs> Sonic when he's I just think of, like, someone watches our video and the Sonic X starts playing and then just, that's no good. <laughs> Sega bursts through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> uh, well, one of the things that we have written down on the board is RPG. And in parentheses next to it is J. JRPGs and RPGs, which I'm fairly certain the only difference is whether it's from Japan or not. Maybe they're the more specific difference, but if there is, I don't know it. And if you know it, I don't know, you can tell us. Yeah, I, th I think, I know RPG is just role-playing game, and I think JRPG just Japanese role-playing game. But maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't doubt it. The is the tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to argue, but then I remembered. <laughs> Persona 5. It, that's, that's JRPG. And I was like, there's no tentacles in that, but yeah. 
Some of them, some of the personas are a little, hmm. Spoilers for Persona, there are tentacles. Well, okay, I could go more in-depth, but then there would be, like, legit spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and that's a lot of, that's a game you gotta put some time into. That's a game that I put, like, in my first playthrough, I was at, like, 198 hours or something like that, and I was kind of running through at the end because I was sick of mementos. <laughs> What is your favorite RPG game? This favorite RPG. Just you. It's a game, and you play a role. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> my favorite video game is Life. <laughs> no, my favorite. I mean, probably it's a tie right now between Persona and Pokemon, just because Persona is like, so good, and I would argue is a better game than Pokemon, but... Scandalous. But I grew up with Pokemon, so nostalgia is a heavy factor in me saying that it's a fantastic franchise because I've played all of them, so I'm <laughs> somewhat biased. Yeah, I'm kind of unbiased by nostalgia because until I was in, like late middle school i didn't have anything but a wii and the only game i finished was legend of zelda breath not breath, breath of the wild on the i wish on the wii it didn't play well <laughs> the last game on the wii well it wasn't just dance it's gonna be just dance just dance 2025 it's gonna be the last game on the wii calling it now but Skyward Sword, that's the thing I was trying to say. I think Skyward Sword gets an unprecedented amount of hate. As the only Zelda game I've completed, technically, I would say that it's a really good game. I love Skyward Sword so much, and for some Zelda fans, Skyward Sword is like a trigger word, just because of the motion control of using the sword and how it didn't always work well, and some people really hated it because it added stamina. I'm not gonna lie, I liked it. I didn't really have a problem, and I liked being a bird. I loved Skyward Sword. The story is amazing. I liked Zelda. In Zelda and Skyward Sword is like my favorite Zelda, and I I never had a problem with the motion controls personally. Yeah, the only you... problem I had was that fat guy that ran the sword school that he stayed in the bathroom <laughs> for like three months real time for me because i couldn't figure out how to get him out but to be fair i wasn't really doing any of the story i was just like trying trying to do stuff around the village to get him out <laughs> no i think uh skyward sword is one of my favorite zelda games i've played a lot. Not all of them, because I I don't have that much time. <laughs> but I did enjoy Skyward Sword a lot, and I obviously enjoyed Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, Breath of the Wild. Phenomenal. I like. It took me a little bit to get used to the graphics, because it wasn't something my eyes had really encountered before. But once I got used to them, it's like such a gorgeous game thing about Breath of the Wild, as far as like, graphics go, that I like, is the art style they went with fits well, like, in a kind of 
I don't know. I don't really want to say post-apocalyptic, but I mean, technically, it sort of is, but sort of isn't. But it doesn't like. There's so much empty space, but it doesn't feel empty. Like it's full of things to do and things to interact with and enemies and all that. But there's so much just open space for activities. The staple of a good open world game is does traveling outside of fast travel benefit you? And if the answer is yes, then it's a good game. Like Skyrim, like, yeah, you could fast travel, but did you want to? Did you really want to avoid hitchhiking up a mountain on a horse and, like, running into 30 bandits randomly? Like, that was the good stuff. There have been times in Breath of the Wild where I traveled simply for the fact of enjoying traveling yeah. and having your horse like when you get on a path with the horse the horse will follow the path on its own and i have had my horse just go on its own and i listen to the piano in the background as they travel and every now and then i'll pull out my bow and shoot the goblin i do that because it's just so enjoyable soundtrack 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 is great because there's like it's peaceful a lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of the Breath of the Wild soundtrack is just simple piano keys every now and then. It's that good piano. Like, not gonna lie, I've fallen asleep listening to, like, a 10-hour Breath of the Wild music. And then there's the music of Hyrule Castle, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which I love. It's a great piece. Especially, like, I don't really want to say like especially in comparison like i'm not saying it's better but like i feel like when you compare it to the rest of the zelda games and their soundtracks it fits right in mm-hmm. like it it feels and sounds deteriorated and worn down but in the best way because the castle has been overrun this whole time and it just feels like this is actually like what it sounds like Actually, I think we've gotten on a, onto a good topic. I think we should just talk about video game soundtracks. I could go on oh, about definitely. soundtracks. Okay, just to get it out of the way, Witcher 3 soundtrack. Don't know if you've listened to it. I haven't. But literally, like, when we played D&D, that was, like, 50 to <laughs> 90% of the music that was playing in the background, and it's just so good. I... I am a, a sucker for music, honestly, in any form. Mm-hmm. When there's a good soundtrack to a game, it will. That's a whole rating for me. If I'm rating a game out of like five stars, I it could be a, a like five star game, but the music wasn't that great, so four stars. Like, yeah, it's like, a whole star for me. The music is there the whole time, and unless you're one of those people that turns off the music, heathens. Yeah. <laughs> I say as if I don't turn off the music sometimes. You're a That's now. only in games where there's a bunch of enemies and I like to play my own music and it's more of a sandbox. Usually if I want to play my own music, I just mute the TV itself. I like to hear the, like, fighting noises. Uh, usually I'm happy with the music that is playing. Like, um, Smash Bros. Oh yeah, Smash Bros. That's got a wide selection of music. Yeah, especially Smash Ultimate. With I think they're at, like, over a thousand music tracks now after DLC. 
I mean, I can check real quick. Yeah, I think they were at, like, over 900 in the base game, and I think after DLC, they're over 1,000. I know Terry brought 50 with him, because (laughs) Sakurai was just like, hey, SNK, could we maybe get some of these? And SNK was just like, you can have all of them if you want. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And... I don't know. The thing with Smash thing, like, uh, Smash is my favorite soundtrack, and I feel like it's almost a cop-out because, like, it's got songs and music pieces from all different games. So saying, yeah, it's my favorite is, like, I can't pick a favorite, but this has my top five, so Mm -hmm. it's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't find it. It just says over 850. So we're going to assume that what you said was correct. Cause... That's a bold assumption of you. <laughs> I am rarely ever correct. <laughs> bold to assume. <laughs> but I think the a good thing that some of the older games that like had a, like a start in like the early 2000s, late 90s, and then they had several releases, like the Final Fantasy games, is having like a consistent music theme. Mm. For certain parts, but having like different music for each time, like the those like yellow bird traveling music. The what? It was like chikoritas or something like that. What? Ah, if my girlfriend listens to this, she's gonna kill me. Cause she loves that music. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You say chikoritas? I don't remember. Chikorita, the Pokemon. I know. Chocobo! I don't know what Chocobo is. Chocobo is like this round... or Well, some of them are round birds, but they're like a traveling thing, and when you traveled, the music would play, and I was like... And I only know that because my girlfriend plays that music all the time because there's an evolutionary soundtrack and with each game it's distinctively different sort of like how the Zelda music like there's a common like if you heard it you could place it as a Zelda music thing but each Mm. game has its own like little variation of it like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah I've heard songs and been like this sounds like it could fit in with Zelda exactly (laughs) like when a game does that that's really good I think um I have gone long enough now without gushing over it. Persona. The Persona music soundtrack. I bring it up because you were saying, like, consistent music throughout each game, but each having its own. Yeah. Is per- each of the Persona games of... I haven't played one and two because, I mean, who has? <laughs> <laughs> but of three, four, and five, they all have, like, their own style. Mm-hmm. Like... Persona 5 is kind of smooth jazz. smooth and jazzy and just gorgeous. <laughs> Persona 4 is kind of more upbeat most of the time. And then Persona 3 is kind of almost alternative, but not quite. Mm-hmm. It's edgy, basically. But <laughs> so they're all like very distinct soundtracks, but one piece of music that has been consistent in all of the games is the um, Aria of the Soul, I think it's called, which is the piece of music that plays when you're in the Velvet Room. It's Mm -hmm. been the same music track for every game. 
for all of them. Whenever you go into the velvet room, it do 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 ding ding, and you Igor is just like welcome, and you're like hi Igor. <laughs> I'm here to fuse more personas. <laughs> I'm laughing because I remember the dragon of Igor in your room. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> You guys obviously don't know what we're talking about, but a while ago you were playing like, uh, was what was it? I was playing Persona 4. He was playing Persona 4, and when Igor popped up on the screen, I traced over his face and then room <laughs> with a really muscly body and put it in a picture frame, and it just sits in his room It's now. in my room next to some roses. <laughs> obviously. Swole Igor next to my roses above my dresser. <laughs> Along with, um... You. The teacher. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember with the big buck teeth. Or yeah, you was the person. Like you the is character. the character. You Narukami is the name of the Persona Four protagonist. Yeah, but he had a frame that says "Love, <laughs> Love you. you," like Y O U, and so we taped over the O, and so it says you. "Love you." <laughs> I was very entertained by that joke. You don't understand. <laughs> I said, "Is this?" Like, um, thing holder. Shelves, that's Thing it. holder, yes! I was gonna say junk place. <laughs> My be... junk place. Mm. <laughs> Put it on there and angled it so it would be the first thing he saw each morning. <laughs> Love you. Sex <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, but we're getting off topic. I mean, are well, you surprised? Yeah, I mean, I mean we I are talking... We technically games. aren't. We started this with saying video games, that's it. And <laughs> we're technically still talking about video games. Yeah, we talked about the music for a bit now. Yeah. So what about stylized games? Because those are my favorite. If the style is consistent throughout the entire game... What? Um, <laughs> Art style. <laughs> Persona 5. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. <laughs> It's another. It's got style too. I'll, I'll hold back on that. But, it's got good style and menus and like. Consistent throughout everything. Feel like it all. Slaps together. I had to slap for emphasis, but it just. Fits perfectly and is like abstract in all of the menu, like options where it says like skills and party and whatever it doesn't actually say party but like skills skills and skills. items and all that it's like every letter looks like a magazine cutout like a ransom letter which is how they do their calling cards is all like cut out pieces of paper like a ransom letter and they put that on the card and so that's their text throughout the game and it, it just i like hmm, excuse me I like. I like. Mm. <laughs> I had the hiccup, and I was like trying to hold it in. Anyway, <laughs> I like when, uh, like you said, they take a style to a game and like sprinkle it throughout. Which a lot of games, it's very easy to fall flat on your face with. Yeah, like quite a few games have been doing the thing where they like are just trying to get even more hyper realistic. Yeah. But some games, like Breath of the Wild, have their own style throughout the game. I feel like some games being, like, trying to make more realistic graphics and more 
like high def closer to real life like i don't feel like that's necessarily better i appreciate a game with its own art style even if it's like oh that doesn't look realistic like it doesn't have to i like it when a game can feel just cartoony in a the best way yeah i'm trying to remember it because i know there was a video game that came out in like the past couple of years that had like a pretty good style one thing that i like about a game style is when it holds up over time if you do it right yeah like my some older pokemon games like Fire Red, which was the first Pokemon game I played, came out like 2005. But if you play it again, the graphics don't feel outdated. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like, oh yeah, this is such an old game, just ignore that. Like, It's got charm to it, and doesn't feel like dragging out and hard to look at. It's just, it holds up over time. And I love when you can go back and replay a game and enjoy it just as much as you did back then. Because it's just good. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like specific styles, one of my personal favorites, uh, like styles of video games, is pixel games. Because I used to play a lot of pixel games online because I was broke, but I had a computer. When you say pixel games, you just mean like eight bit or like games that use pixel, like larger pixels, as their main style of like. Portraying the animation, like, yeah. backgrounds and stuff. That's, like I feel like that's kind of 8-bit. Cause 8-bit is kind of more of a style now than anything. Yeah, but I feel like 8-bit is, like, a certain, like, frame. Is and like, I'm talking about, like, any game with pixels that, like... Is <laughs> any game pixels. with pixels, so all of them. No, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, I'm just... I love games with pixels, Ah. Like, a uh, recent one, Dead Cells, I picked that up, like, a month ago, and love the art style, and love how it plays, but, like, my specific thing is that I love how all the art style looks, and, like, how each of the enemies is their own little thing. Just, like, really good. Um, trying to think, there's, um, I just completely lost my train of thought, Wow. Okay, you? never mind. <laughs> I guess I had nothing to add. <laughs> hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about something else for a bit. I know that you are pretty big on turn-based video games. I, I, I like not turn-based. really. I think, again, the reason I like turn-based games is because I grew up with Pokemon, so I'm totally biased. But at the same time, I enjoy a good turn-based game to just kind of relax at the end of the day because with turn-based games it's it's turn-based you don't need to have the quick reflexes and in the middle of a gaming and i am from a household where i need to constantly get up and do stuff or whatever it'll be like i'll be playing a game and then my little sister will be like get me a drink and it's good if it's turn-based i don't need to like <laughs> what <laughs> you made your voice deeper when you talked as your sister that makes it really get funny. me a drink you heathen <laughs> Moisturize me. <laughs> when you forgot to water your house plant, moisturize me. <laughs> but anyway, with turn-based games, I enjoy them because then I don't need to like 
pause if it's just it's my turn to select and it's not like online it's just you know a game and it's your turn to select your moves or items or whatever then i can just leave the menu open while i go and do whatever and then i can come back and be like all right a or x or whatever game you're playing system x is the trigger yeah talking about relaxing games i feel like i relax in like a different way with games like one of my favorite games to relax in is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is a really weird thing to say, but because of how they did the moves is that it's like slightly diverse enough that you can keep swapping between your different weapons to not get too bored and you can get like 30 people around you and you just like I know exactly decimate. what you mean, like um the Batman Arkham Yeah, games. Batman Arkham. There's like a zen to when you're like in a 50-plus combo, and you're just flying across, hitting bad guy to bad guy, and you're, like, in the zone. Yeah, and you got some, like, nice music pumping. Like, yeah, that that just takes all the stress away. The Arkham games are another just amazing game I like. I say that in the Arkham series is my favorite version of, like, most characters. Mm-hmm. But I think Joker from the Batman Arkham City is my favorite Joker. I mean, he's also voiced by Mark Hamill, so that's good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who Mark Hamill is, but I'm Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah, I don't know people. No. That's going to be an evident theme in this podcast, that he's going to mention a name, and there's just going to be like this like silence from me, and you're going to know that I don't know <laughs> Mark, what the heck he's talking about. Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker and also the Joker. You're lucky I even know who Mark Zuckerberg is, and that's only because of the Game Grumps. Mark Zuckerberg! (laughs) Uh, Uh, I've watched that on, like, a monthly basis. It's a routine. I I have routine videos. There's one video where it's like, I'll be getting ready to go to bed, and I'll be like, Oh, no, I didn't watch that today. (laughs) Oh, no, I've committed a crime. (laughs) We gotta pull it up real quick. I almost forgot to watch this today. It's 3 a.m. Technically, it's the previous day. <laughs> um, where was I? Batman. Yeah. The... <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, like, what you were saying about relaxing to beat-em-ups. Like, there's yeah. a zen, just calming nature to getting in the zone in a good video game. Yeah. You haven't played Spider-Man yet. But it's got that same kind of style where you can have just, like, a bunch of enemies and you're just, like, literally flying across the screen, shucking yeah. guys. It's awesome. I've I've played other Spider-Man games. I played Spider-Man for the PlayStation 2. Ooh. Like, the Spider-Man 2 where you had to deliver all the pizza. <laughs> and I've played um, the Amazing Spider-Man for the PlayStation 3. Which was okay. I mean, it wasn't a terrible game. It just... As far as Spider-Man games go, it was average. Yeah. It was definitely a Spider-Man game. Like The only Spider-Man game I have played is the one for PS4, outside of, like, that one time when you had, like, the um, brawling game for Spider-Man on the PS2. Oh, the Marvel Rise of the Dean Perfects? Yeah, that was the only That's just kind of got, has Spider-Man in it. Yeah, that's the closest thing I to play I loved Rise of the Imperfects. I played that with my brother all the time when we were kids. It was one of those games where we had to, like, buy it a second time because we wore it out the first time. F. 
We had so many games like that. I'm never worn out of a video game, but I've definitely worn out, like, a book. Like, I have a book on my shelf that's, like, my... <laughs> Nerd alert! <laughs> hey, before I played video games, I just read constantly because I didn't have friends or social skills. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't have friends or social skills either. That's why <laughs> video games filled the void. But I also didn't have a sibling or money. I don't need video... Or, wait... I don't need friends. I have Pac-Man fever for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> oh, God. That game was not good. Like, you ever go back to something from when you were a kid and you're like, oh, I loved this. And then when you go back to it, you're like, wow, why did I love this? What were my standards as a child? Mood? Like, uh, <laughs> watching old movie after, like, mm-hmm. watching all the movies with, like, really good styles and improved graphics... And you go back and it's like three pixels that shift every three <laughs> minutes and you're like, huh? Like, um... I'm I got entertainment out of this? I'll, I'll make people angry, but I don't care. Shark Tale with Will Smith was not as great as everyone remembers it. You want to know a sh- movie that holds up after the test of time? Shrek. Shrek. Shrek will always hold up. Shrek is the godsend, and Shrek 2 is the ideal for all sequels. We're gonna have a Shrek We'll have episode. to have a Shrek episode. We're making our way through. We're on the third movie, and we aren't really searching for it, because we're not too hot to watch it. Eh, Shrek 3 wasn't... Shrek, Shrek the third was eh. I had Shrek the third on VHS as a kid. <laughs> on VHS? Yeah. I didn't know it was... Like, I didn't know VHS was still relevant when Shrek the Third came out. Well, it wasn't. I pirated it from live TV. Oh, hear that, FBI? (laughs) He just admitted. (laughs) I recorded it. (laughs) We got a pirater here. (laughs) No wonder he plays Black Flag. Hey, technically it wasn't me. I was just a happy recipient of the product. Throwing someone else under the bus now. I'll never tell. (laughs) <laughs> FBI just bust down the door. Who was it? FBI, open up. We're going to have to have another episode because we're like capping 35 minutes right here. And you said we wouldn't get a full 40 minutes out of this. And I didn't know. We typically write down like 30 things on the board. And then we like are rushing to keep up. <laughs> Pretty much. But, all right. So next. <laughs> Okay, so if we're going to get one more topic in, do you want to talk more about turn-based games? Or do you want to let me, like, slap out some open world or linear shit? I feel like we have more in common with a linear. Yeah, linear. It's like the first... As my chair creaks. (laughs) The first linear game I completed was Nathan Drake. Or Uncharted 3. With Nathan Drake. There you go. (laughs) When you say linear, do you just mean, like, games where it's like, this is your story? Like, Go um, for it. I'm saying, like, the difference between a linear game and an open world game is that a linear game seems open world, but really you can go only go through specific passages, like, um... Uh, I feel like... Like the Naughty Dog games. Those are linear games to me. I feel like... Oh. Like, you can... Like, uh... Last of Us. You go through, like, specific areas in, that you have to go through. I feel like a good linear game doesn't feel like an open world, if that makes any sense. Because sometimes it can total, it can be a total tease when it feels like an open world, like mm-hmm. like the Mass Effect games, 
where it's like you have the choices that seem like branching storylines, but in the end it doesn't do anything. Oh, we're going to have to have a storylines episode because I have a lot oh. to say about the Witcher 3 storylines because there's like 35 endings. If we're going with storylines, I'm going to have to talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, definitely. We're going to have to have like a spoiler episode. Oh, yeah. Three Houses is... I could, I could probably go on about Three Houses for a whole episode if we were started off with a spoiler warning. I could just go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to have to have a... I think probably next episode we're just going to continue the video games. <laughs> video games part two. Of question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> two of... Uh. <laughs> Is that how you read it? Yes. You just see question marks and then in your head it's just like... <laughs> That's when I played... You won't, like, relate. When I played Pokemon Gold and Silver and you're challenged by the passerby, the boy who, like, steals the sec the other starter and you later name them, and he's like, oh, you saw my name. But, like, when you challenge him, it said, you're challenged by passerby trainer. Uh. And that's how I read it. And my brother, when he played it, didn't realize. He said, you saw my name. And he didn't realize that meant you choose his name. So he put down for his name, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and so for the rest of the game, I would read it as, uh, challenged you to a battle. <laughs> Just name him, like, bitch or something. You and the rest of them. Oh, my favorite thing is naming a character my dude. My dude. <laughs> or... Penny <laughs> <Hey>, man. <laughs> For context, we named his Persona 4 character Daddy Man <laughs> Daddy Man Whore. That's only slightly based off of... The one scene from Persona 4, the animation, with Nanako. I talked to the fortune teller. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, she said you were a... What'd you say? A man... A man... Why don't we forget what she said? Man whore! She said you're one big man whore! <laughs> Everyone is just like, oh... <laughs> <Youth> chat. <laughs> Did you just say youth chat? No, I said you was a total Chad. Oh. Chad of the Persona universe. <laughs> anyway, where are we? We're, we're reaching the end. Oh, yeah, but... they're going to find us soon. I can hear them just like walking down the hallway. <laughs> and there you take the fit. <laughs> the eighth train this week. What are you talking about? What do you mean this week? <laughs> it's Sunday! <laughs> it's a new week. This is a new... Well, it was a new train. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it could still be new, just not usable. Hey, new scrap metal for sale. <laughs> new scrap metal. Anyway. Freshly made scrap metal. Fresh off the locomotive. <laughs> if, if they are delivering scrap metal from a train, but they put it on a train to load it. Is that, like, That's... making it carry its dead brother? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say yes. Yes, that is. When you load tires into a car. But real quick, if you think this is funny, and you also have some money, and you think this is funny enough to pay for, or if you really want us to get those Avatar books, or a better mic, we set it up so that you can donate. This is a confirmed thing. Last episode was a bit questioning, but we have set it up now. 
My chair's creaking again. I moved. I'm oh, sorry. Dear, you're committing crime. I'm sorry that you can very clearly hear my chair creaking as I lean back, but my back hurts. <laughs> anyway, this is Fandividuals. We'll see you in the next episode. Most likely it'll be more of this because I'm on a roll. Oh no! FBI, open it! <laughs>